Hello, and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. So that makes me Mike. Mike. Yes, yeah. Mike. Mike. That's me. It's yes, me, Mike. Mike. Hi. Some people Hi. call me Michael. Hi, I'm Tom. I went through a period of Tommy. <laughs> I went through a period of time in high school that I've been reminded of a few times by another friend where I went by M. James. M. James. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. That is my middle name, is James. And I, I, I know. love I, I love my full name, but I yeah. thought that there was something um mysterious, mysterious and cool yeah. about going with a first initial and then a second, you know, my middle name. But if it didn't you ever last write for a very book. long. If you ever write a book, that's what you need to use is M. James. I, I might just, you know, not even include my last name, just M. James. So oh, if anybody just ever M. James? Sees it, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So that's, I wouldn't include my ooh, last name. Ooh, I like that. It's, that there is like the ultimate uh, mysterious way for me to write my name. Mine is, felt, Tony, uh, mine is Tony Nash. Tony Nash? Mm. Yeah. I figured, you know, mine could either be that or um, or Muffin Simon I'm because sorry. that was my that was my porn name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. Tony Nash is my dad's pseudonym. I'm David Nash, ah. and that's terrible that I got them mixed up. That's awful. I haven't even been drinking that much yet. Uh, and sorry, you see, the Dad. thing is, though, you don't you don't really use it that often, so. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's understandable. It, you know, I really do feel bad about that. And, you know, this week I said every week we would do this bit called Stuff I Found on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like either of us really have found anything useful this week. So nothing, instead, that, yeah, nothing that I feel like bringing up that's not going to be depressing or political or something controversial in some fashion. I don't I don't feel like getting into it this week. That's all. Yeah, I want I want to be a happy, high energy show this week. We, yeah, we fixated on some negative stuff in the past few weeks. And and I think it's time to kind of bring things up. So uh, I thought this week I'd like to share one of my old writings. So this was something that I wrote oh, about three some years ago. Ah. So this is based very loosely upon a person who works in my office building and who actually turned out to later when I finally got to talk to him to be a really nice but really boring man. When I say boring, it was in the fact that the only thing he ever had to comment on was, well, it's Monday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Hey, it's Wednesday, Thursday, almost Friday. It's Friday. Wow. You know, it's it's 3 o'clock. It's 4 o'clock. It's Friday. It's 4.30. I'm out of here, guys. See ya. He, like, it was pathetic. You know, this, I mean, <laughs> really, really, really nice guy with a one-track mind, and that was the weekend, and it was like, I remember telling my boss, he's like, that's so fucking sad, dude. <laughs> and my <laughs> boss said that. He said, that is so fucking sad, dude. <laughs> oh, man. He probably didn't say fucking, but, you know, that, it was, you know. I just, I just wonder what it would be like, and this is something that I can't wrap my head around, what it would be like to be that even keel and like, you know, have everything be so normal that my routine could be saying, you know, like current weather conditions, the day of the week is and everything like, yeah. like that and not, and not find it to be 
you know, annoying or unusual at all. Like this is this, everything in my life is so vanilla that I'm just, this is it, man. Hey, it's Wednesday. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Happy hump day. Yeah. I just, uh, I, when I, you I have, have no fact idea humped. what that's like. Yeah. And, and in fact, <laughs> you have not humped anything in many years. The well, other thing you need to know about this something. Well, well, I don't know. Uh, the other thing you need to know about this man is that he has an enormous ass. It's like a shelf type ass, <laughs> type of ass that you could like place a, a wine glass on. You know, I have, like I've not seen that many men that have big asses like that. No. That's usually that's kind of a rarity. But when you start it's to say he rare. has an enormous, I almost I thought you were going to say cock for a second there, and no, I was like, no. wow. Well, I don't know about that, but I do in the book and the thing I'm about to read to you, um, I do make assumptions about the size of his penis, but awesome. it's only for it's only for for narrative purposes. So without any further ado, I'd like to present you with Big Butt's Onion Ordeal. <laughs> Big Butt slipped around the corner like a big, great big shaved and buttered up ape sliding against the wall with his naked body just because it felt great leaving a slimy gooey trail on it like a snail he was on his tiptoes and remarkably quiet and nimble for his size and unusual shape timer genetics or both had warped him into a into a misshapen thing with a massive protruding butt like an ancient wooden fetish of an of an african fertility goddess he was short and squat with a fat head and no discernible neck. Maybe once he was not malformed in this way, but time is a cruel mistress and she will give you blue balls just because she can. And when your guard is down, she'll jab a thing up your butt and put pictures of you on the internet. There isn't a damn thing you can do about it. But enough about me. We were talking about Big Butt. Slip, slipping and sliding along the wall with joyful, childlike abandon, Big Butt's glasses were far too greasy with the aromatic combination of coconut oil, tallow, and petroleum jelly he had slathered onto his body to be of service to anyone, least of all himself. This is why he used the wall like a kind of sideways track to compensate for his inability to see. He pushed the side of his body against the wall, his arm up so his armpit was flush against it. Occasionally he would pause, press his balls <laughs> and dig <laughs> against the wall and thrust his hips against it for a moment as if people were in his office were already traumatized enough by his wanton display of greasy, pale, morbid obesity. It was because of his onion allergy, you see. That morning being a Thursday, Big Butt treated himself to seven eggs, sausage, and cheese biscuits from a fast food restaurant. But little did he know that in one of the sandwiches, instead of a delicious sausage patty, the confused employee who was new and therefore cannot be faulted for his mistake had placed between the leaves of the scrumptious biscuit an entire raw Vidalia onion. When Big Butt ate, he did so with such concentration that often he had to take his pants and shirt off to do it right. And that is what he did on this fine spring morning. He sat in his car, eating without tasting or even very much chewing, packing away breakfast sandwich after breakfast sandwich before his bastard stomach could betray him by announcing that it was full. As such, he did not even notice the end. By the time he arrived at work, he was sweating profusely and speaking fluent Arabic, having, dis having never studied the language. Carefully attaching his employee badge to his nipple, he left his car, wearing only black socks, wingtip shoes, and a pair of white briefs, and charged <laughs> through, the through the building to his office, where he oiled up like a wrestler. It was then that he stormed out of his office and announced to the world at large that he was ready to be a real boy, and tore his underwear away from his body like Hulk Hogan on and methamphetamine, feeling a sad, tiny penis. 
even by fat people standards. Now reaching the copier machine, he banked a hard left, nearly falling over, ranting wildly about the failure of his generation to truly embrace the collective works of Dr. Dre. He found himself at the spare desk where, kept, where were kept a motley variety of paper plates, cups, utensils, and several rolls of aluminum foil. The lattermost he rapidly unfurled from its box, not bothering with the handy built-in serrated cutter and placed the end in his mouth. He proceeded to chew on the foil, drawing in more and more of it to his mouth until he could hold mo no more before removing it, tearing it free, tossing it aside, and starting again. He was half halfway through his third roll of aluminum foil when the police officers arrived. Standing at a reasonably safe distance, the officers, one of whom was a Scientologist, announced themselves and commanded him to put the foil down and lay face down on the ground and put his hands behind his back. Big Bot spun in their direction, tore his glasses off his face and flung them wildly away, announcing they were no longer necessary. Tase me, he shouted, slapping his hands against his chest, stomach, and thighs in a rhythmic fashion. Tase me, I am so very oily for you. The officers, confused, look at one another looked at one another, and in that split second, Big Butt charged at them with a speed that was nearly superhuman and ate the Scientologist in three massive bites. His lawyer had difficulty with the plea bargain, even with men Big Butt's mental state taken into consideration, but in the end, he was sentenced to 600 hours of community service. Local post-metal stoner shoegaze band Awful Falafel wrote a 45-minute song about him, the lyrics of which were simply, Cop Eater, He Ate a Cop, Yeah, repeated over and over again to the sound of heavily distorted guitars and whale song. Wow. <laughs> and that the, uh... is the story of Big Butt's ordeal. The tinfoil part, literally, to this exact moment, is still making me uh, uncomfortable. Just if that chewing. story doesn't, if there isn't something in that story to make you uncomfortable, you failed some sort of litmus test. Like you've been proven to be a cyborg. I mean, you know, it's, the gratuitous like nudity and and oiliness and everything. I wasn't, but chewing on tinfoil. Oh man. Literal, it makes my mouth hurt. I can, I can fucking taste it. Eating an entire raw onion is another thing that would set people off. Yeah, but, I mean, it would, it would really kick my acid reflux into overdrive. I can guarantee you that because I ate some very strong onion uh, not too terribly long ago, and I eat onion a lot. But it was raw onion, and it did uh, give me an upset stomach, and I was burping up onion for like the next fucking twelve hours. But the tin foils really got me. Well, oh. um, yeah, <laughs> I threw that in as a special treat for. It's, <laughs> it's not very often that everyone. you can render me, you know, <laughs> that disgusted by something, but that really did it. Well, I've got plenty more where that came from. Oh. Not all, not all tinfoil, but it's more stories about Big Butt, a few stories about other people that I worked with um, that are highly, highly fictionalized, of course. Um, and let's see, uh, I have uh, a Seinfeld script that I wrote, or the beginnings of one. Hmm. I mean, if, so, it, like, you could just use me telling a story it, about... That's just a teaser for the future, but yeah. About disemboweled bodies and sex and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, that's not too bad. And then you're like, and then they chewed on some tinfoil. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't stand this now. <laughs> I, got, I got a question. What is tallow? Tallow is fat, rendered fat. Is there, I, I thought that it was some kind of a of a uh, meat byproduct kind of a thing, which I guess you could 
Yeah, it's, it's animal it's... fat. It is a. It's an. An. It's like when they render they animal like powder fat. it and use it and stuff. Yeah, it's used. I think it's used in soap. Yeah. Watch hmm. the movie Fight Club for all your tallow needs because that's all I know. I know about tallow. I know from that movie. <laughs> the only thing I know about Fight Club is uh, Meatloaf with his bitch, as Bob with his bitch tits. That's yeah. like that's like the part of that movie that sticks out to me the most because he had some fantastic boobs. Did you watch that movie? Have you seen the movie? Yeah, of course I've seen oh, it. Okay. Yes. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it doesn't it doesn't fit into the category of movies that you would know me to watch. Well, no, but I have watched it. Yeah. When you said the only thing I know of that movie was the bitch. In other words, the only thing I I, you know that that I think of immediately. I thought I thought you meant that was like a clip that you saw. No, that movie was uh, was a real mind fuck at the time when I watched it. In retrospect, a lot of it seems kind of obvious, really, but that's after like six or seven watchings over the span of a. What? How long? However old that movie is. Oh yeah, I'm not even sure. Did that come out in the in the early 2000s? Yes, like 2002, I think. I would so say that, like that for me, 20 years old. That for me, it, you know, when in in your first watching, you're trying like you know, well, I mean, you've played video games with me, and you've watched movies with me, and TV shows, and everything else over the course of time. I like to take in every single thing that I see. Like right. I am looking all over the place. Right. So you I know that it's, it's frustrating for people to go shopping, to go to the mall or to Walmart or something with me, because I'll stop every five feet to look at something because something caught my attention. And it's not because I, I because I have no attention span or because I'm like, ooh, shiny. It's just one of those things like I just You don't like, miss anything. No, well, and working in the in the areas that I have worked in over the years have always required some attention to detail mm-hmm. in in what I was doing. And it's a very hard thing for me to break even even to this day. I don't think I, it's I something you should break to be. No, no, no. No, I, I don't think so either, but I have had numerous times when I'm walking with my significant other and she's literally four aisles ahead of me and she's like, turns and looks around the corner and it's like, what What the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I was walking past here and I saw this drill and I've never heard of this company before, so I stopped to look at it, you know, or something like that. <laughs> and uh, it happens all the time. Well, That's I, why think- I, I did go in places with my pop because he rides in one of those accessibility scooters because of his knees and stuff. Uh-huh. And he can never get that far ahead of me because those okay. things are slow as shit. So he doesn't, and he doesn't really. It's probably you give me. I get the impression he probably doesn't give as much of a shit either. No, because he stops and looks at stuff too. Right. Like he, he and I, he and I are like, if you say, "Hey, I need you to go pick this up quick," if you send my dad and I, forget it. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a couple hours till you get what you wanted because the both of us are going to be like, you'll never guess what we saw there. They have a brand new kind of aluminum roofing nail, you know, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know. I I I when I I go to a store, I'm very direct in what I want, and I I too uh, I guess when I'm playing a game, like I'm very goal oriented, or aren't I? I don't really stop and smell the roses too much. 
Um, not as much. I know for you, uh, when you do stop and smell the roses, so to speak, is when you are replaying a game. Yes. You know, if it's a game I've that's when before. you'll take and take some stuff. And then you'll also bust my ass for stopping and looking at everything. So it all works out, uh, yeah. you know, really well. Well, I I'm think gonna, I'm going to say by summer of next year, we should be full swing back to uh, producing video game videos again. Under a I am pretty stoked about that. I am really excited excited about it i just need to get the new computer inspect out which is going to take a little longer than i expected because you know life throws costs at you well and, and uh, it, it throws um major pandemics at you and yeah and well, that's the other also. thing is when can we reasonably get together and yeah i mean when i say reasonably i'm thinking safely yeah, yeah. probably spring summer of next year you know the way it could things be earlier than now. that. We just have to, you know, you gotta, you gotta wait and see. I mean, you can't, <sighs> uh, you can't push these things. And here's the thing: I appreciate the fact that you don't want to push these things, knowing uh, of my of the personal issues that my uh, that my family has with, you know, and not just that, Mike. Not not just that. The way I look at it is, it's it, this is just a matter of simple human compassion. You know, to 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 say like, yeah, let's let's uh, let's just let everything slow down, slow down a little bit. All of us have to agree to be a little bit kinder. And I'd love to see that happen. I'd love to see that happen too. And even despite everything I've seen so far, Mike, I still believe in human goodness. I really do. I just think that people need to be have the wool stripped away from their eyes. We wanted to keep this an upbeat uh, thing, let's so I'm not going to. I'm not going to rebut on that. I'll just say that things have a long way to go until my faith is restored. That yeah. story that you read was so descriptive. I have to say, you painted a perfect image for me with words that I unfortunately was very capable of imagining. <laughs> it's like one of those things. You never thought about your parents having sex or being naked, but as soon as somebody brings it up, you immediately can visualize it. In well, perfect, this, perfect yeah. quality, yes. Oh, yeah. This this was one of those things. The only thing I wasn't sure about was his hairstyle or facial hair and whether or not he had back knee, because you never described any of that stuff. But the oh. other things, I feel like I have him from head to toe pretty well. Hmm. Like, if I had Very to, cool. if I had to drive, drive him, oh, my God, if I had to draw him... Not the fuck drive. Where did that even come from? If I, had, <laughs> if I had to drive him somewhere, I'd know what he looked like yeah, while I had to pick him up. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with that. Yeah, no, if I had to draw him and I was capable of drawing in that, uh, you know, in that capacity, I would be able to do it or describe him to a, um, you know, one of those people that uh, that draws other people for the uh, police. A uh, sketch artist. Sketch artist. I don't know why I couldn't think of sketch artist. It seems like such a you know, um, common thing, I, I, I guess. Maybe because well, I, I watch cop shows sometimes. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I could, I could read another story because I have plenty. Mm -hmm. Or I could tell you a story about something that happened to me just the other day. You yesterday. know that I want to hear the story about what happened the other day because you, you hinted this to me in the most – Vague. Basic of terms, yeah. <laughs> vague of terms that 
I basically I have I have a uh, a location, no setting, no characters, no nothing. So I've so, been curious of this. So uh, I was on my way home. I had to run an errand on uh, Thursday afternoon, and on my way home. I'm driving through Middletown and I stopped at a pizza place. I mm-hmm. called in ahead and I, and I just ordered like, you know, just some dinner. And uh, when I pull in, pull in, I uh, throw my car in park. I get out, lock the door, start walking across the street. This car is driving very slowly. And at first I thought they were slowing down to let me pass, but then I realized they were just creeping right up and just, came to the point where if I had walked any further, they would have struck me. And I'm standing there and I go, really? Are you fucking, I don't think I even swore. I think I was so incredulous. I was just like, are you serious? And she just looked up at me, never took her phone out of her hand. She just looked up at me like a goblin. Like, ah, this this white woman with brown, stupid mop-like hair just mousy brown this goblin face ah out of my way ah. there are real there are real trolls among us there are and her windows rolled all the way up and i could tell like she was just like i don't know if she was on something or if she was just did not give a shit but this guy on the sidewalk the older guy he's like jesus christ and um and I'm like, yeah, really. He's like, I would have kicked her quarter panels. Like, I didn't really want to get the cops involved, you know. I don't want to break my foot either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for for because. And then so this other guy's like, she never put her phone down. I was like, you know, I thought about saying something, but I thought this is the woman who will scream and cause a, a fit, and she's going to swear in front of your kid. And he's like, yeah, I think, I think I would, uh, I think I'd rather not have that around either. And I was like, yeah. And then I went and picked up my food, but man. I could she not could also believe- be the one to pull a gun on you. That's true. Like you just don't know. People are so someone who's doing that doesn't have it all together. I my personal mm. guess is that she was on painkillers. She yeah. was just she looked dead to the world. Her eyes were just glazed. There was no they- that's the thing. There was actually no menace as far as I could tell in her eyes. Maybe she is working at a nuclear power plant and had to come up with a new way to secure the rods uh, as they were being cooled by the water of a local river. Okay. And uh, she was (laughs) focusing so hard on that while she was driving uh, that she lost track of her speed, her direction of travel, and everything else around her. (sighs) (laughs) That was a very specific example. <laughs> but why she found herself in a strip mall. I, I don't I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> you know, just find I find that a little odd, but she doesn't know. know how she got there either. She started off in another state. <laughs> That's why she looks so haggard. Yeah. Not like Merle Haggard, you know. Uh, I, I, I've never seen anyone behave like that before. I mean, I have. That's the thing. I've seen people behave like that, but I've never gotten to see their face before. Like, usually it's like in passing, and it's usually like an angry face. But in this case, it was just this woman who had the dullest look on her face. Like, <laughs> barely any comprehension there at all. Just and vapid it, and tired. and Yeah. And I 
I'm still angry about it, but as I think about it now, I think what was really wrong with that person? There was something wrong with that person, like seriously wrong with them. They were on medication or they're like, I can't think of anything that real else that explains it, honestly. Some maybe. kind of condition, maybe. Maybe maybe she just has a really hard life and she's trying to figure her way out of something extremely difficult. Like yeah. she has to she has to go home and tell her significant other that, you know, she can't be with them anymore. And, yeah. you know, it, it could have been something like that. I mean, that's yeah. definitely bringing down the mood a little bit. But no, I think saying, that's actually I a usually really try thing, to sympathize with yeah. with with people like that sometimes. Right. I am, you know, although I brought up many a story on here where I antagonized and or almost fought somebody recently. Um, I am actually a pretty empathetic person when it comes to stuff where like, if you're a reasonable person, even if you make a mistake, you're not a douche. Yeah. I, I, I will be the one who will go from being angry to apologizing to you because I know what it's like. I know what it's yeah. like to have a rough day. Well, no, you say that you bring the mood down, but I don't think that's bringing the mood down at all. <sighs> I really think that that is, I mean, that's the core of compassion right there is to be able to put yourself in that person's shoes or to see the human behind the 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 horror like to really kind of to to do what they say which is to love the sinner and hate the sin like okay i don't like what you did you know what i'll tell you the perfect way to quote it and i don't want to give this guy's name out but uh uh this guy had seen something on a shirt in a video that he didn't like and his friend commented on it and said, well, this, this, and this. He says, I don't like the shirt. I love you, man, but I don't love what you're saying, and I don't love the shirt. Hmm. And I was like, that is such an awesome way to put it. To people in your life who challenge your views is to say, I love you. I don't love what you're saying. I can dig that. You know, that's a very kind – it's a stern rebuke. I mean, it's I a harsh just, statement. When you really think about it, it's very harsh. I am just extremely lucky in my life that I don't have anybody in my close uh, circle of family and friends that I don't agree with. Yeah. On almost everything. On almost everything. Are there things? Yes, but there's such minor things. It probably maybe warrants a slight bit of conversation, but never anything reaching the point of of a full-blown disagreement, which, sure. I, again, I am extremely fortunate in that respect. Extremely fortunate. I thank, yeah. I thank those lucky stars for that. Well, uh, <sighs> I, in my family, at least, I don't think there's much contention. Among some of my friends, there is a little... Um, and, and I, I like what Lindsay said a few weeks back. She says that she extends ghost people grace mm -hmm. to remind herself that those people are simply who they are and they're going with the best information they can and trying to make the best of life with that. Now that doesn't excuse bigotry, but, oh no, or anything yeah. like that. But I think for people who I disagree with on some level, but not on that level, it's okay to say, you know what? I'm going to let them be right about this for their sake, and me be right about this for my sake, and mm. not argue with them. Because I, I know, a... I know that there's no change going to occur, but I don't want to create 
I don't want to create static in a friendship when nothing will change as a result. I have a very similar outlook, but my thing always, instead of putting it uh, as nobly as that, I usually just say it ain't worth my fucking time or energy because it's not going to make it because it's not going to make any difference. That's that's exactly what I say. I'm like, I don't, I don't have the energy to do that right now or ever for that matter. Potato, potato, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, And that's not, and that's not, I mean, you've, you've known me for a long time and I would love to say that it's one of my better graces and that I follow it all the time. I'm learning to do that. And, uh, I found that life is a lot easier when you're not constantly at odds with something or somebody outwardly, I just absolutely it makes things it makes things so much easier. I have I have less you know issue with with things in life when it goes that way, and I can genuinely walk out my door and say hi to somebody or do whatever and not have to think, oh man, did I fuck with this person before? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or is there still some outstanding bad blood between us? I don't have to worry about any of that shit because yeah. if if you have a different viewpoint than me, and I don't, you know, and I know there's no way you're going to change my mind, and there's probably no way you're going to change mine, or I'm going to change yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't even bother most of the time because, and and again, this doesn't include you know, uh, anti-Semitism, racism, sexism, stuff well, like that. Yeah, in in that, those respects, I'm just not even going to bother with you at all, probably. Well, yes, but it, let's say that someone exposes themselves and <laughs> not like that, Expose, exposes themselves for <laughs> that kind of a person it's to your surprise in, say, somewhere on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you are also a part of that conversation. Like, let's say it's on a friend's page because they saw okay. you comment on it. Okay, let's that's because that's a real world example that recently. Oh yeah, and, and I've gotten involved in those situations before. Now, so in those cases, when your friend says something completely out of fucking line, you kind of they put you in a really shitty place because now you've got to come call them out on it. Mm-hmm. You've got to be like, you can't just say that shit. I love you, but that's fucked up. Yeah. What you just said is fucked up. You call them out. And and it's not easy to do. And some people don't do that. They just delete their threat, their shit. I've and seen that plenty of times. I've been, I, I've, I've been the one who they have deleted, uh, <laughs> that people have deleted conversation threads because of, because I got into it with somebody and uh, it turned... Uh, way ugly. Not that I was on the, I'm, I'm not going to say I wasn't wrong, but right. I wasn't saying anything that was morally, um, or, uh, morally, uh, against, you know, the betterment of humanity, I'll say. I don't sure. know. I don't know if that's the way to put it or not, but I think, uh, everybody deserves to be happy. I think, uh, you know, the most important thing that you can be is not gay or straight, black or white, or any of that kind of stuff. It's just uh, it's just to be accepting of things, to be empathetic, and uh, to be nice just in general, even funny, you know? Yeah. If you, yeah. if you know, I, and, and that's kind of the way that I try to go about things. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. And I have provided plenty of examples over the course of time of, of my temper and of my, um, uh, other issues that I have, Yeah. but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more Zen in the second half of my life than I was in the first half of my life. Cause I really feel like it, you know, in, in my 
approaching my mid forties that uh, I'm probably on the, on the latter half of things now because yeah. I don't know that I want to live to be 110. I don't know that I want to live to be 90. I'm not even sure about that right now. Yeah. I guess it really depends on, on what the future holds. Right. And whether or not I master guitar or not, because if I do master guitar, then I want to live forever because I want to play forever. Because you want to be like Bill and Ted. Yeah, absolutely, man. I got 110 years old and still shredding. Yeah, right. That'd be fucking incredible. I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not even close to there yet. Well, <laughs> but, you know, before we break away from this, I do want to like to, to add some positivity back to it, because, you know, you do have those arguments. But I've had arguments with like people on Reddit and stuff where. I'll realize somewhere in the middle of it that I was being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I have found that if you just say, you know what, dude? I was being an asshole. I've done it. I have done it numerous times. People I don't even know. You know what? Those people always go, you know what? All right, man. I accept your apology. You're all right. Yeah, and and, and more often than that, maybe I got a little bit maybe I maybe I got a little bit off off of the uh you know off on the on the bad side of things too. So I'll apologize as well. I've had that happen. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten into nasty fucking shit with people on Facebook, never on Reddit, but on Facebook that people and, and on Twitter with people I don't even know. Yeah. And I'll and be like, you know point- what, man, I was out of line. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was wrong. And they're like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because at you know? a certain point, something spins around in your head and the heat wears off in the argument and you humanize mm-hmm. them again. Because you have yep. that capacity. And I think that's a blessing to have that capacity. That capacity is rare. A lot of people do not have that. You and I have it in fucking spades. We yeah. pay for it. We actually suffer for it a certain amount, I think. I uh, I find that I, uh, I'm probably uh, one of the guiltiest people on the face of the planet when it oh, yeah. comes to things. And I'm one of those people that looks at things and says, I might never get the chance to say I was sorry because of circumstances beyond my control. Yeah. So there's no better time than now. Right. And oh. and there's no better time to admit to mistakes. I make mistakes. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a God walking amongst mortals. <laughs> I make mistakes all the time. I'm and the always... best thing to learn is that when you make a mistake going up to it, man, so I, I, I accidentally, um, you know, I accidentally poisoned your dog. It wasn't my fault. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I'll admit to it now. I, you know, like, oh, whoops, that was me. I'm the one who, uh, who left the, uh, you know, left the hose on last night and the fucking raccoons came out and sprayed down our laundry or something you know, ridiculous like that. I'll admit to it. I got no problem with that. I'll I'll do better next time. I promise, and I do. You know, so, so you took hey. that in a strange de- direction, my friend. I kind of had to. I that just is- I needed to. Meatballs. You want to talk about meatballs? I want to talk about meatballs. Okay. Swedish, the Swedish variety, absolutely fantastic. Mm. And uh, Italian meatballs, also delicious. However, the ones that come out of a freezer in a bag are the bane of my fucking existence. I hate 
fucking Mamma Mia, whatever the hell the brand is. And I apologize if I said the name and it's a good brand of something. But those fucking meatballs that come out of the freezer are disgusting. They taste like they taste like rubbery fucking meat. And you know what? If if you can't take the time to make meatballs homemade out of real meat, then don't have them. Finally, you and I agree on something about a, a, a food stuff. <laughs> about food, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree with you. If you can't oh, be bothered I hate to make meatballs. How hard is to make what 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 goes into a fucking meatball? Okay, let's see. Uh, meat. onions, meat, onions, spice, peppers, some like fucking basil, some tarragon. Just a little bit of oregano, maybe. Oregano, marjoram, or however you pronounce I mean, that. you know, it's 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 a very simple thing uh, to make meatballs. I mean, and then you put them in a ball form and you cook them in the oven or in your pressure cooker or your crock pot with sauce or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And here you have a good tasty meatball that is like, you know, like if you you broke open a hamburger how you got the and speaking of that i don't like the freezer burgers either you know you break open a freshly made hamburger it's got like that meat texture to it these fucking meatballs that come out of the freezer it's like breaking open a super ball and chewing on the inside of it i really hate it i really do not understand the pre-made burgers in the grocery store I don't um, understand it how hard is it to make a fucking hamburger patty you get the hamburger and here's the part that people don't like, and this is mm-hmm. why they buy the pre-made burgers. You gotta put your hands on the meat, okay? You gotta put your hands on the meat. <laughs> here's the thing: oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't take quite pussy. as hard of a I don't take quite as hard of a view on that. If you're talking about the ones you can get in the meat section that are made of real beef, I think that's that's kind of a, a fun or not a fun, maybe a good convenience for for elderly people who maybe can't. Uh, have a pain forming uh, patties oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for making me feel like. An however, ass. however, the ones that come in the freezer that are like in the box that have the paper stuck to them that you can never seem to get off, and then you invariably end up eating a piece of freezing or freezer wax paper. Yeah. Um, those ones there, I I don't get, and yeah. most of the time they they taste like like the bottom of my shoe smells oh they're fucking gross like sometimes yeah. you'll they'll have these grease pockets in them and you'll like take the you'll be you'll have it in the skillet and you'll press down on it mm-hmm. with the turner and it'll go squirch and this big fucking goopy mass of yep of whatever the fuck that is and they're always full of ufos too uh-huh yeah. The unidentified foreign object, the the springy thing that you bite into that you think might be a fat chunk, but it could be filler. Yeah. And filler just in general. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, a bone that- chunk every now and again because, hey, it makes it through the uh, machinery because it's not made out of metal. And it's basically <laughs> – it's also basically a, a pink slime burger in, mm-hmm. in most cases. And that's what you're getting. Like I always joke when you go to a, a fast food restaurant that the burger that you're getting is basically like sawdust and bouillon. Mm. You made me think of hot now. Hot now, back in the day when they were oh still around this area, their burgers were supposedly ha- contained um, the fish flakes that you would feed your goldfish. And I said, <laughs> and I said, if that's what they have in them, 
I need to be eating more fish flakes because those burgers were fucking delicious. They were. And they were, what, like 30, 39 cents for a, a hamburger, 49 yeah. cents for a cheeseburger. I could go there and for the price for that I would cents. pay right now for a value meal, I could feed my entire family. I'm talking extended family and everything for that yeah. price. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those things are you more could delicious. Just get, you could just get a bag of like 30 fucking burgers <sighs> for 15 bucks. Did you know that they're bringing a White Castle to, to our area? No shit, they are. Yes, they are supposed oh. to be bringing a White Castle to our area. I'm not sure exactly where it was at. But Mini my burgers. significant other and I were talking about it um, recently because I'll buy the ones that you that now I know I've been going against what I said about freezer stuff, but this is a different thing. I get the White Castle uh, burgers that you can buy in the freezer section and then cook. Mm-hmm. These are not the uncooked, gross, fucking whatever meat patties. These are, you know, White Castle ones. And I've been so excited to try some White Castles. Let's just go there and buy like a 12-pack of sliders and just Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. So when they do open, we're going there. That sounds awesome. Yeah, We're going there. For sure. For sure. I'll indulge in some questionably uh, healthy food. Uh, and, sure. and they are so fucking good. And ever since I've never had, I've never had. You know, White Harold Castle. and Kumar went to White Castle. Uh, I've had a uh, a real urge to a hankering to, to actually go to one. Yes, and unfortunately, it's one of those things I've talked about, and I know I talked about this with you because you used to live in Atlanta. There is a hot dog place down there called uh, the Varsity. Okay, that makes their own hot dogs from scratch they're supposed to be the best hot dogs in the united states nice and i am willing to make a trip to atlanta just to have a hot dog and i've said this before and i've had many people go that's fucking ridiculous and i'm like no no it's not ridiculous if this is like the best hot dog in the united states i'm not talking about going to the west coast I'm not talking about, you know, trekking up the fucking mountains in Colorado to get myself a hot dog. I'm talking about just a trip to Atlanta. Which is worth you know? doing anyway, because Atlanta is really cool there. I'll, I'll flip off Adult Swim for their horrible programming, <laughs> and I'll buy my, I'll get myself a hot dog at the Varsity, since there Spot Dogs closed down up in Harrisburg. There you go. But I mean, yeah, I mean, like, oh, God, no, I wouldn't want to go to Atlanta. Oh, that's just the people you're talking to are people who've never left their hometown. They're yeah, like, pretty much, you know, they're like, oh, what the fuck you want to go to Atlanta for that? Atlanta's probably got a lot of, there's probably a lot of people there with, you know, that are different than the people that live in my town. So I right. wouldn't want to go there, even if they nope. had good food. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the guy who would drive to Philly to go to this freaking mom and pop corner uh, restaurant that we used to get subs for sandwiches from hoagies, whatever you would like to call them. I have such a bastardized version of that. I think the proper term for them in Philly is a hoagie. And in Pittsburgh, they're grinders, if I'm not mistaken. But gotta wear the pit shoes because I got a case of the gout. But uh, I would uh, I, I would drive down there just to get a fucking sandwich. And that's you know, like an hour and a half away from me right now, just to do that. Not that I've done it, but that's the kind of uh, you know, the way that I am about stuff. Like when there used to be Johnny Rockets down in Baltimore more 
I would go to Baltimore, like on a Saturday morning, we would, we would pack up before we had kids and just drive down there to eat something at Inner Harbor. You know, it's interesting that you should bring that up because it reminds me of a story from when I was in the army and that actually, I could have not even planned to tell this story tonight and it would have organically come up. So this um, is the one you were going to tell though. This was the one I was okay. going to tell, but it's actually a perfect segue for man, it. You because, and I are on the fucking wavelength, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. So there was this guy I work with. I'm going to go ahead and call him Carl. Uh, he's unfortunately probably passed on now, but he was a guy I worked with when I was at Walter Reed army medical center. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was, Let's see, this was in 99. I would say I would put him in his late 50s, maybe early to mid 60s at the oldest at that point. And uh, he was a heavy smoker. And, uh, you know, just uh, you could tell he was a really funny guy back in the 70s, like, you know, like a really cool guy to hang out at the disco with. You know what I mean? Like he had like this brush back white hair that used to be blonde and like he had his shirt unbuttoned to the fucking chest hair and you know what i mean like like just mm -hmm. the way he swaggered it was well, like it, it sounds to me like he was kind of like carl from aqua teen hunger force not at all not <laughs> in the least you were describing the shirt being open and all that stuff that's all that made me think of no just think of an aging laser suit lounge lizard that kind of a like <sighs> that kind of a guy so Real, we real had a, just real quick, we had a teacher uh, when I was in junior high and even when we were in high school, there was a teacher that taught at a local school here who looked like he came straight out of the uh, 70s. And now I, I'm imagining this. Well, that works, too. Sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're out smoking a cigarette one day and he we're talking. We get on the hat on the topic of quitting smoking. And he says, Tommy, I'll tell you what, when I was, uh, last time I tried to quit was about eight, 10 years ago. This guy wasn't married. Um, I don't know why that's important. I just wanted to add that. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that little yeah. factoid. Yeah. I guess it helps to help him, uh, help picture him, I guess a little bit, but you know, yeah, no so wedding ring check aging hipster, no wedding ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he goes, yeah, I was, uh, it was about 10 years ago. And I stopped smoking. I'd get so fucking hungry. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'd drive to a truck stop and I'd go in a little all night diner and I'd order a big, huge meal. I eat the whole damn thing and like drink six glasses of orange juice. And I'd drive home and go back to sleep and I would go to work and I'd eat a normal breakfast and a normal lunch and normal dinner. And I would do wow. it every night. I got so fat, Tommy, I couldn't see my dick anymore. It got smaller, Tommy. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, that's a lot of information to take. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. So he said his dick shrank because he got so fat, like he got fat in his pubic region. You know what I mean? Like I've heard that for every like 20 pounds overweight, you are 50 pounds overweight. You are that your body obscures a certain amount of your penis because, yeah. because your, uh, your pubic mound for lack of a better way of putting it, uh, gets fatty deposits on it. So yeah, yeah I've heard that. Yeah. I mean, so, I've, I, I'm not going to talk of my own personal experience, but yeah. I think for every, I think for, let's see, based on my weight, I'm going to say for every 
every 25 pounds, it's about six uh, visible inches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, because I normally had an 18-inch pecker now you know flashy yeah yeah (laughs) you're either a shower or a grower that's what i say and now i'm neither (laughs) (laughs) i have to lay on my back and push down on that fat (laughs) oh god it's like a fucking um like a air jordan you gotta like pump it (laughs) yeah What was the first brand name pair of sneakers you had? Adidas gel. Oh, no, no, no. Asic gels. Asic gels. Mine yep. was a pair of LA gears, which came with a little license plate uh, keychain that said LA gear that was like rubber. It was, I thought I was the, the shit. Mm-hmm. And there was this kid that lived in the development above my parents' house. And this is no joke. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this story before or not. Every time I got a new pair of sneakers, this kid had the same exact fucking sneakers as me. Every fucking time. I don't know how. how. That, yeah, how's that happen? It gets worse. I had You remember my first car was my Camaro? Yeah. He had a Camaro not that dissimilar to mine right at the same time. Mm. I think this kid was spying on me. Did he have a girlfriend that kind of looked like your girlfriend? No, not that I, I don't think he ever had a girlfriend, but mm. uh, he, he, I think he, uh, I mean, I'm flattered that he thought I was worth emulating at some point, but he was really barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> but he, he and I were wearing some LA gears and uh, I never had Reeboks or Nikes until I um, was out on my own. And I understand my parents' reasoning for it. They would buy us, generic sneakers and for the most part nobody knew because nobody really i mean i don't remember ever getting picked on for my sneakers here's the thing and, about and, those and i would wear through them so fucking quickly because my feet were growing and because i grew up on a farm and we were running around outside and riding bicycle all the time exactly shit. exactly it made no sense to spend that kind of money on on shoes exactly because they wear out in three months because you're always on your feet yeah me having a son that's 15, trust me, I am acutely aware. Yeah. Well, he's so, not quite He's not quite 15. I, I say unless, he's 15. That'll, that'll make him smile. Unless your kid is an athlete. An athlete? You know, an athlete. I didn't say athlete. There's no fucking gay in an athlete. I hate that. <laughs> I hate wow, that's amazing. That yeah. <laughs> that's from the movie Benchwarmers. <laughs> No, unless your unless your kid's an athlete, those shoes are probably wasted on them. Uh, they're wasted on most adults. Like, oh, yeah. it's for people who are active, people who are running, who are jogging, who are hiking. You know what I mean? Or people who have like uh, like problems like flat feet or something like that. Now, yeah. I spend a lot of money on my shoes because I have to because I have flat feet. I have extremely high arches. So you have to spend so, more money yeah. on your shoes. So yep, you end up having to buy the expensive fucking shoes. I know? find that boots normally – I wear boots almost exclusively. Boots are so painful for me. Partially because of the way – the lifestyle that, that we live with the animals and the farm and everything. Partially because I ride motorcycle and partially because they look badass. But uh, I typically I'm like a slip on boots guy with an insert for my arches and uh, I can spend 
I could spend a hundred dollars, 120, $130 on a pair of boots and they'll last me for fucking years because I can get them resold. I can get them repaired and everything. It's not like sneakers, man. Sneakers to me are kind of a waste. Yeah. Well, I will just, I, I'm a know. sneaker guy. I've always been a sneaker guy. Um, I mean, in, in a way though, you and I are very similar in that we're both always been t-shirt and jean guys. Oh yeah. I've been you wearing know? t-shirts and jeans since before they were cool. And then when they were cool and then when they weren't cool. And now again, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm still wearing them. Uh, it doesn't and, and matter. Fucking, and fucking hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hoodies. That's, that's literally it, man. That That's my, yep. that's my look right there. Yep. Yeah, there's not a lot of variety to it, and I don't really nope. give a shit. No, I don't care. Um, I'm not dressing to impress anybody. I Here's the problem with me. Like, I would love to be one of those guys who can pull off wearing a suit all the time. That'd be awesome. Or one of those guys who look fucking great every time you, you look down. They're like, yeah, look at that guy. He's got his shit together. Problem one, I'm disheveled by default. I look – I can make a, a, a fucking 100% cotton shirt, T-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. look wrinkled i can make it look wrinkled okay that's one two i sweat a lot i was gonna say i am a sweater and i i wore suits every day for years and um i'm probably horridly so uncomfortable glad i don't have to do that anymore i'm sure yeah, you are uncomfortable yeah. as oh, oh my god especially like if, if you get your shit dry cleaned a lot uh those chemicals when you sweat a ton do not smell nice. That's why a lot of people that wear suits always have that like overpowering cologne odor to them. Really? Because literally that's the only way that they won't smell like a fucking um, chemical plant. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. Dry cleaning smells terrible when it gets wet. Ugh. Whether it's sweat, whether it's rain, whether a dog peed on your leg or you took a shower with your clothes on by accident, it's going mean, to smell bad. Some people can make a suit look great. And mm-hmm. I think most men can look great in a suit if it's tailored to them, but some people just seem to be able to wear it like a second skin and it's no problem at all. You know, there are these, these people out there who can do it, certain politicians, certain, um, like, uh, uh, certain, like, like high level CEOs and people like that just look comfortable as shit in their fucking $3,000 suit suit. That's made to look great on them. Robert Downey Jr. Can pull off a fucking oh, suit. Oh God. Can he pull off a suit? You know who so else can, can? So can Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt. I was going to say, mean, uh, just look fantastic. Uh, the guy who plays, um, uh, uh, the latest guy who have played James Bond, uh, oh, uh Craig. Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. He can pull off a suit really yeah. well. Daniel I've seen Radcliffe. I've seen several I've seen several women that can pull off suits in a in a in a really sexy manner for lack oh, yeah. of a better way of putting it. Yeah, I've never really been a big uh, ladies in suits things, and not because I'm a uh, sexist pig or anything like that. Just because I you know not super used to seeing it, but then you know when when you see it more, you kind of go, yeah, I can I can dig that. I can dig yeah. the whole the whole suit thing. Oh, for sure. And I yeah. would love to wear a dress, man. I'd love to well, fucking. I'd be wearing kilts all the time if it was socially acceptable. Are you kidding me? Being able to have my my twig and berries flapping in the breeze and not being trapped in a in a cloth cage—that'd be fantastic. I'm not. I'm not. I would not be comfortable with that simply because I don't like my legs. I don't like wearing shorts for that reason. 
I just um, don't care. I mean, you know, that's that's just me. I I just I, picture uh, you looking like uh like Jim Carrey in that scene in 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 uh <laughs> where, he's, where he's heading to the storage room in Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does the Charleston. <laughs> does the Charleston. <laughs> Fucking smacks his face off the bench. Oh, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> probably the most rewound part of that movie for me. Either that or that scene in Red Dwarf where um, Rimmer uh, mm-hmm. is dressed like uh, he's in a gingham dress. That one episode where he gets the hollow virus and goes insane. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, <laughs> I'm perfectly sane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Good stuff. What a great show. wanted to ask your opinion now i know you hate hot pockets and we were going to talk about uh, initially we were going to talk about some food stuff this episode and i'm sure that we we are going to again surely we will but, we will but the guest what, that we wanted to have on the show was not able to make it out unfortunately but she yeah. will be joining us shortly and uh, in two weeks and uh we'll have a good lively discussion about uh, food from a person who describes herself as an angry f- food expert and ep- an epicureist an epicurean yes um epicurious that's that's when you're curious about food i'm epicurious i like that that should be the name of that episode we have epicurious. to remember curious i uh, i will text that to you but what do you think about pop tarts if they're not the cinnamon, brown cinnamon with the icing, I'm not usually a fan. Really? Yeah. Did you got... have any of the any of the uh of the pretzel ones? No. Because I did. I have the ones that are the like cinnamon brown sugar like pretzel ones and it's like a it actually is fucking pretzel on the outside of it. Like it doesn't just look like it is pretzel. And it has like this cinnamon sugar mix inside of it, and then like this little drizzles of white icing on them. I really, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, uh, I love most pop tarts, uh, just about equally. I'm not a huge fan of strawberry anything, but I will eat them. My favorite are frosted cherry, but uh, and people who eat unfrosted pop tarts are fucking heathens. But um, <laughs> I, I've never understood agreed, that. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> but uh, the pretzel ones just didn't, they didn't do it for me. Mm. And I know that there's another pretzel one that they make, and I can't remember what's inside of it. But the pretzel ones with the cinnamon sugar inside of it, just I felt like it was it was uh, trying too hard to be something that it isn't, and not acknowledging what it is, which is a fucking giant square pretzel with cinnamon and sugar inside of it. <laughs> like it just it didn't do it for me because I thought, well, I'm, I, I ate one not toasted and i ate one toasted are you kidding me if you had a log like a pretzel log mm-hmm. right like a hot pretzel and you yeah. drilled a hole down the center of it and stuffed it full of cinnamon whipped cinnamon and sugar with butter mm-hmm. that would be, be delicious that, oh my god it would be delicious like you know annie annie ann's makes the yeah. pretzels that have and those yeah. are good but for some reason the pop tarts thing it didn't it just it doesn't didn't, it doesn't it fly. Hit it for me it didn't do it i think maybe it's because they're missing the buttery element and because it's on the inside of the pretzel that it didn't do it for me, I think maybe like it should be hmm. on the outside of it. I don't know. 
I don't know what it was. It's kind of like I thought the icing was fantastic. It's kind of like Pringles for me. Like after a while, it's Mm. like there's so many there's so many varieties of them that after Mm -hmm. a while, it's like I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like dill pickle, fuck it, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Fuck you know you know what I've been on a kick. I actually say fuck Pringles and. And I, I have that feeling about a product. Like, well, you know what they say, man. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Even uh, a Pringles can. Crunch, 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 <laughs> crunch. Oh my god! I can't believe I fit it. Oh god! It's suctioned. I just distended my bowels. Um, you, you know what? I've been on a kick for lately, though, and this is this is one that uh, could could be a bad thing for me. Is um, Snyder's uh, hot buffalo wing pretzels. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I bought yeah. a case of them because they were really cheap. And uh I've already I think I got the this case and I think the case is six bags. Mm-hmm. Uh I got it probably about a month, a month and a half ago, and I've already eaten three bags out of it. Jeez. And By myself. Oh, like, your fingers get coated in that yeah. that like funky whatever it is and and you gotta like bite it off with your fucking like scrape it off they are so good you know what that reminds me of i know we've had conversations about combos before and you don't Mm -hmm. you don't like the pretzel ones as much as yeah i do not no but i like i like the pretzel ones personally that's just me but regardless of whether they were cracker or pretzel pretzel was just easier to do what i wanted to do which Mm -hmm. was to break open the pretzel log Pry it apart and dig out the cheese. Um, I'm thinking of the consistency of the cheese right now. Somewhere between powder and <laughs> and a semi-solid, um, somewhat moisturized uh, wax. I don't know. That's, I, that's, I, what, I would, that's what the inside of it I reminds have, me. I of. have a lot of experience, a lot of experience with this. And I'm going to say, imagine probably the – basically – cheese powder from mm-hmm. a uh craft macaroni and cheese dinner mm-hmm. that cheese mm. powder brought to a liquid consistency about that of soft play-doh and a little slightly stickier mm. well i would dig these out of the channels in the and the pretzel set the pretzel aside set the cheese aside continue to do this for the entirety of a bag Mm-hmm. Eat the pretzels and then form the cheese into one massive grotesque cheese ball. I, I don't know why, but I swear I've seen you do this. You didn't see me do it, but I have told you this story in an episode of I, Hammer I, Watch. I, I can very I, – I mean I can visualize it, so that's – I mean I have a very vivid imagination, so – and then I would I would slowly eat and suck and lick that cheese ball down to nothing. <laughs> you said suck that cheese ball. That's uh, that's a visual for me. Yep, yep, yep. Just I've imagine see, I've how seen you eat a box of banquet uh, fried chicken, so I know what that looks like. You know what it's like to watch me eat. Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. You know the horror that is watching yeah, Tom eat. I wouldn't say that it's a horror. I would just say that that you. Oh, I um, say it's a horror. You are. Uh, you are. Very interested in getting every last crumb out of anything you eat. You get yes. your money's worth out of your food. I can I can verify you're that. Damn right, you're damn right. Without a doubt, I can verify. I think you have probably even eaten things you didn't like just because you got them. 
and you were like, I'm going to fucking eat it because it's here. Yep. And it's yes, on my plate. I have done that. <laughs> Nothing before. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. That's that, that is something that uh, has been a bane to me in terms of weight loss. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've all struggled. We've all struggled with that. And I can say that uh, everybody right now that is carrying a few extra pounds, you just say what I say and blame it on the fucking um, quarantine because I've probably eaten more garbage Ugh. because I, I mean, I haven't had a uh, fucking dinner out at a place in uh, what, since February, since January, maybe even, because I don't think we had eaten out even really prior mm-hmm. to us being quarantined. You know, I, I have had food delivered here and I have gone to pick up food at the drive through when we were able to. But if I would say like it equals out to maybe twice a month that we've done that yeah. since the quarantine started. And that was only because we were at a loss and got involved in something, lost track of time, didn't have time to cook dinner. But we've eaten a lot of good home cooked food, and I have put on some home cooked food weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the and problem isn't it, it isn't necessarily so much what you eat, although that is important. And of all things, I'd say home cooked meals are probably better to eat yeah. overall than a prepared meal or a frozen meal like a, a hot pocket or Especially anything. Especially if they're like fucking that. meatballs or. Anything like that because it has all kinds of stuff in it that your normal freshly made food is not yeah. going to have in it. Lips and assholes and no, filler. like preservatives and chemicals. <laughs> I know, I know shit. what you're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, it's the problem is portions, and that's my big problem. It's is not necessarily what I eat. I eat mm-hmm. pretty good food. I just eat it all, and I eat till it's gone, dude. I don't I got eat you. the normal amount of spaghetti, which is a cup. Or half a cup, which well, is like the tiniest, babyest amount of Some of these fucking... servings are not for grown-ass people. No. Let's be honest. No, a, a half fucking, a cup of pasta? Fucking, yeah, a half a cup of cereal and a quarter cup of milk? Who go are you f- joking with yeah. that? Go fuck yourself. That's not – no one's eating that. The only thing you're going to do oh. is make me angry with that amount of food. Oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get pissed. Oh, I'm full. <laughs> oh, no. It's oh. not like it's oatmeal where that shit gets down into your stomach and you're like, I feel like I ate a raft. Yeah. you know it's uh it's it's not like that yeah when like i get cookie crisp or something like that and i'm like oh what's serving size and it says like a half a cup and i'm like are you serious i will yeah. sit and eat an entire box of cookie crisp just despite the serving size on the side of it <laughs> <laughs> i had to ask this one one last thing about food since you brought up the uh, powdered cheese is it just me or do the shapes Tastes better than the regular noodles in Kraft macaroni and cheese. What kind like of the shape? wagon wheel shape or like SpongeBob shape yeah, or whatever? They hold, they hold the cheese better. They taste it tastes so much better because all those divots hold the cheese better than the than the macaroni noodle does. And I'm going to give more, everybody a little. There's hack. more surface. There's more surface space for the mm-hmm. cheese to cling to. I'm going to give everybody a little hack while we're on here. My daughter makes the uh, box mac and cheese, and she melts the butter and warms up the milk a little bit before she puts it in with everything to mix it together. And I'm telling you, it makes it creamier, Mm. and it makes it taste better. It's Mm. fucking amazing. I also know somebody that when they make ramen, 
uh, they said, hey, if you're ever bored with your regular ramen with chicken and stuff, take a slice of like American cheese and stick it on the top of it while it's uh, while it's cooking and then mix it together. Okay. You wouldn't think one slice of American cheese would make a huge difference in your ramen, but it makes chicken into a creamy, cheesy chicken Ooh. ramen, and it's Ooh. so good. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. So, trust so, me. So, so you boil the ramen. Yep. And then once it's cooked, yeah, you mix take it. And just take a take a slice of cheese, set it on the top while it's still good and hot. Okay. Let that cheese melt. Okay, and then and then stir it in. Yep. With with the powder. Yep. Okay. And for me, I, I never I, use, I've never used happens. the entire packet of uh, of uh, powder in those things either. I think that it's way too much. But uh, I use. I usually thing. do a half. I usually do a half of a packet of that stuff and the cheese on it. Oh my god, it's so good. I just happen to have some ramen packets. So I mean, just I try always that. have ramen. That's a staple of my house. We have, we even, we even have two of those little things that like you put the water in, and it's like a rubbery bowl, and you can stick it in the microwave and cook your ramen like super fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, uh, you know, waiting for your ramen to cook is is an imposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a long cook after yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It, it only takes what three minutes to go from fucking solid to to. Fully boiled and ready to eat. We're the people that get pissed off about minute rice. So I know. You know. <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's not a minute. I had to prepare it. I had to put it in a thing. I had to. I had to dirty a dish. Ugh, it's I can't bullshit. believe it. Yet. It's well, they bullshit. do make little little things you can put water in and cook your rice in the in the microwave too. I can't wait till you know. It's always you know fifty, seventy years down the line when they tell you that something is terribly bad for you, and we still haven't gotten the word on microwaves yet. You know, okay, I got a good story, um, and I, it sounds like we're going for another long episode anyway, so I might as well get this out. Okay. Um, I work, you know, in a. Yeah, building. I know you work. Yeah, I work in a building. <laughs> I work in a building as opposed to uh, working out in the parking lot or in the grass. Got it? Or in a tree? Hey, Mike, you know those um, those army, <laughs> you know those like little plastic army men? Yes, the green ones. Cuba you know aware of them. You know how you could rub them against concrete and they'd melt away and become smooth. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do to your dick, your balls, and your fucking taint. Oh, you're going to touch them though. So I'm going to grind them for me. I'm going to grind them down to they're a smooth, perfect sheet of plastic. You're going to turn me into a eunuch. I'm going to turn you into a eunuch and then I'm going to fill your butt crack with spackle and I'm going to sand that fucking thing nice and smooth and I'm going to paint it over so you have one contiguous just I'm going to look like Ken. You're going to look like Ken. I'm going to look like an overweight, bearded, hairy Ken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just do me a favor. When you do all this grinding down, um, <laughs> just uh, make sure that you don't disturb some of the hair in the area because I work really hard to, to make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't really thinking that far ahead, but yeah, if you want me to. Uh, you weren't thinking that far, but you just talked about spackling my butt shut. Yeah, but you're right. No, you're right. I didn't think about hair. I'm yeah. going to have to suture some hairs into the part that I spackled to make Just it get, look. get a merkin. A merkin? No. I mean, it's not that thick, is it? Well, no, but I'm saying a merkin would make it very easy to just, you know, stitch it in around the edges and it'll look great. 
I, and it could actually cover up the uh, the wounds and everything too. So you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could try that. Uh, you know, I just like I just like describing merkins. I was driving with my dad a couple weeks ago, and I asked him if he knew what a merkin was, and he didn't. So I had the joy of telling him about that, and I'm still at a loss for unless you're doing theme nights in your bedroom and you wanted to do a 1970s superbush. How does a merkin? fit into an average everyday life that's that's what i need to know i need a story that explains to me how a merkin uh you know made a huge difference in your life unless it was again you know like oh my husband always wanted to sleep with a blonde or we were having 70s night (laughs) you know or something like that like what what like is there is there like a real market out there for this like a toupee? You know, I, don't I don't think that Merkins are a commonly used thing now. I've, I, I, to be honest, I cannot think of a really good reason for a Merkin to exist. Except, except, okay, so except if the clientele for a brothel was really, really into thick pubic hair. Hmm. And you wanted to have an edge. But that's a gamble you have to make before the client shows up. You have to say, today I feel lucky and I'm going to wear the Merkin and I'm going to win the customer. Or today I think the customer is going to like my slightly more patchy look, my natural look, as opposed to the thick, luxurious Hmm. texture of my Merkin. Apparently, uh, it's a big thing in Hollywood because I see here that uh, Rooney Mara wore a merkin in the girl with the dragon tattoo. So I guess if you shave all the time, uh, it could be useful for photos and, and movies and stuff like that. Have you heard that song? I wonder what's inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. Have you ever heard that song? <laughs> I've never heard it before, but it's it sounds like the kind of song that uh, that speaks truth. It's this little kid. She's got to be like four, three or four years old. And she's got this little baby toy guitar. And she's singing that song. And <laughs> some, this the dad or the parent or whoever, like who was recording it, um, took it and turn it into a song like you know recorded audio tracks for it and guitar and 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 like a beat track and everything and mixed her voice in so it sounded more musical and created this little song out of it it was really really fucking funny it's i wonder what's inside your butthole maybe it is aliens maybe it is astronauts it's a good song yeah it's a good song. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. 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 That's right, you know sweet right. plum sugar pie. This is called Don't Loose the Juice. Don't let loose the juice. Uh-oh. Big Butt was in another dull and dreary meeting on yet another dull and dreary day. The outside air was thick and moist and chilly, like the loose vestiges of his sex life. 
Big Butt was the sort of person to get along with anybody, and Lumpkins was no exception. <laughs> Although Lumpkins himself didn't seem to like anyone or anything. This was not out of any sort of mis misanthropy. Lumpkins was simply required to spend 100% of his time and energy preventing his bo entire body from falling apart like a poorly balanced stack of sliced cold cuts. On page 37, I'll bring your attention to the Columbiate modules A through F, which attenuate the grumple stands and bring them into line with the flisms. Something I know you've all been asking about since last quarter when the speaker droned on in a single monotonal breath like the anthropomorphic personification of severe tinnitus. Titanitis. Big, <laughs> Big Butt's attention wandered again, and he walked around the room as his... Go co-workers eyes glazed like donuts their hands shaking from caffeine withdrawal their spines bent in unnatural positions from years of hunching in front of monitors these were people that moved with a sort of lumbering lumbago of a overly fed undead sheer momentum moving them forward as swayed back as they swayed back and forth in the controlled fall of a body whose knees ankles and hips can no longer be properly trusted to work Lumpkins didn't walk like that because moving that quickly would put too much stress on his midsection, which had the shape and structural integrity of a spoiled pear. To clip hard against a semi-rigid surface would be to risk his skin splitting, spilling juice everywhere. And of course, <laughs> Bigfoot knew what this juice was, in this case, a massive torrent of liquid shit which always pressed against his sphincter, ready to burst forth at any time with little warning. An irritable, irritable bowel syndrome was just one of his many health issues. What about the ample stank? Have we addressed this issue with the grumble dinkies not aligning with the ropels? Someone asked, more to have their voice heard than out of any actual interest in the subject matter. Hurrah! Lumpkins offered as a reply. I'm glad you asked that, Stephen, since presenter with a slightly less emotion and a ball bearing before continuing on with her speech without in any way in shape or form addressing the persons whose name was not Steve. Question. Lumpkins announced, doubling over slightly. Oh man, said Rich, sniffing the air and looking up from the game he was playing on his phone. Who burnt curry? Who mixed curry with burnt plastic and stink bugs? Lumpkins stood and shuffled <laughs> out the door. He returned several minutes looking, later, looking no less relieved or comfortable. It occurred to Big Butt that this was a man, if left to his own devices, would never stop pooping. There would always be more, as if he was being magically teleported into his small intestines, and it was only a matter of practicality that he ever left the bathroom. He pictured Lumpkin's home to be a collection of toilets, bidets, economy packages of toilet paper, and a shotgun for that special day when he mustered the courage to finally use the damn thing. As if to confirm his suspicions, Lumpkin's upon sitting, involuntary barked out, Hah! Big brother, Big Butt briefly considered getting a roller and seeing, <laughs> seeing if he could poke a hole in Lumpkin's soft, watery body in hopes of possibly relieving some of the built-up pressure. He decided against this, realizing that this was a man for whom a laser pointer cat toy would slice him like a lightsaber, and to actually poke him with anything substantial would be to awful invite awful death upon anyone within that within what seemed to reason would be a 15-foot blast radius. He wondered how the man actually traveled to and from his home, and the only image he could conjure up was that of a car in which all the airbags had been intentionally deployed and kept that way permanently to act as a sort of comfort tube softly cushion him against the bumps and jostles that a simple car ride would have him endure. 
what did Lumpkins do here anyway? They'd been working together in the same division for 16 years, and he had never met the, heard the man talk, his grunts notwithstanding. And while he could easily picture this man as a sort of living trash bag full of uh, French onion soup, he absolutely could not picture him doing anything remotely productive or useful to society. No task, no matter how menial or low energy, would suit this man, because generally, in order to have any sort of workflow, one must be at one's desk for more than three minutes between <laughs> bathroom breaks. <laughs> he wondered not for the first time if some people existed in the organization simply to fulfill some sort of arcane quota established by the Human Resources Department to appease whatever special interest group had lobbied their pet favorite pot, pet politician in the office in order to get their agenda codified codified into law or could it be that this man represented a justification of the sanitation and building maintenance budget after all this was a government office perhaps a certain amount of toilet paper was needed to be used and a certain number of toilet bowls needed to be broken and replaced in order to keep the staff in those departments from being laid off perhaps perhaps lumpkin was, was being employed by sanitation who do you work for, Lumpkins? He said aloud, his train of thought causing him to forget he was in a small room with many people. There was an awkward silence, finally broken by when Lumpkins bent over, fully doubled, his eyes closed in agony, and let out a prolonged and tortured, Hah! Oh, Lumpkins, ever changed, buddy, said Rich, and everybody laughed, except for Lumpkins, who'd already gotten up to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> Another descriptive disturbing imagery <laughs> again uh, based on a real guy lumpkins that's what i, I call my uh, my mom's one cat fuzzy lumpkins it was a, a character from the powerpuff girls if i'm not mistaken fuzzy lumpkins yeah i think it was the name of a character from the powerpuff girls i call him that because he's i call him fat ass and stuff like that too because you know he's a extremely obese cat mm. Mm. i'm a jerk but uh you know you know i'd love to hear more about that but that sounds like a story for another time you cocksucker that's right that's right i stole it from you <laughs> oh man that means you need to close up the episode that's gonna fucking that's gonna sit with me for a little bit mm -hmm. thank you for listening to our podcast if you'd like to reach us uh you can find us on the website at dembeans.biz that's d-e-m b-e-a-n-s dot b-i-z or email us at Tom and Mike. At, oh wait, what's the email again? Story time with Tom ah, and Mike. Story time with Tom and Mike at gmail.com. I'm not fucking spelling that one out for you. <laughs> but uh, if you would like to just shoot us a message, let us know whether you like us, you don't like us, what you think we should be doing, any good meatball recipes, maybe even ones for uh, a good baked macaroni and cheese or something like that, um, or uh, a fun story, uh, um, you know, anything like that, we would we would definitely be be down to listen to it. And uh, we might share it on the air if you decide that you would like for us to do so. And uh, we can give you a shout out, too, if you decide that you would like for us to share your name. You know, speaking of that, we did not get to Jimmy's thing to Jimmy's thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we I really should, think we ought to. That's that's an honorable mention at the very least. 
And yes, we'll post we a link are going to, this. to give Jimmy an honorable mention, but I will let uh, I will let Tom take the reins on this one, and then <laughs> I will finish things out. Yeah. So this was a link he sent to me to from to Facebook, a Facebook post, and it's about a cutout, <laughs> a cardboard cutout of a naked male torso from like the upper thighs up to the neck, maybe, mm-hmm. and dangling from this is a very realistic looking plastic penis or rubber penis it does look real it's very realistic looking yes we know that it's not real because it'd be impossible for a human to do what this thing does but it looks very real and there is a little legend on above the penis that is pointing down that says alcohol gel and when you tug on the penis I think they actually were stepping on a pedal underneath of it. Oh, were they? I thought that's they what were it looked talking. like to me. Okay, well, so when you put your hands under the penis and and activate this lever, the the gel comes in your hand. You've got you got a hand sanitizer. It skeets some hand sanitizer on you. Right, right. I really feel like uh, this is a fantastic novelty, um, and I think that they're really missing out uh, on having a uh, version with a female who squirts. Oh, yeah. I think those two would fit together perfectly. I personally would be more concerned with um, people ingesting the uh, hand sanitizer <laughs> because <laughs> of the realistic nature of this, but I absolutely cracked my ass up when I saw that. <laughs> not, not that I split my ass and tried to, uh, you know, to fuck this thing or anything like that, because I don't even know where it's at. But it made me laugh. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And Jimmy, thank you so much for sending that. Yeah, that was great. He that pretty much stuff. covered our. I found on the internet this week with that by itself. He, he did. Yeah, yeah. He kind of came in and saved it. It was good. It was very good. So if you guys have anything like that, use the email. You can use uh, – there is a way to message us on the website. Drop us a line. And we want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast today, and we hope that you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like a $5 salad in a $3 salad joint. <sighs> I don't even yeah. know what the fuck that means. I would say giving it to you like a fucking hand sanitizer dispenser that looks like a cock. See, that's why <laughs> that's why you do your ending and I do mine. We shouldn't cross the streams again. I don't think I did that bad. So, no, you did good. All right, cool. You did good. Bye. Bye.